As you watch this teaching, please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see. Welcome to Home Group. My name is Rick Renner, and this is Tuesday Night. And tonight, we are going to have a great time together, us and you. And by the way, the us that's on our side of the camera, tonight it's Denise Renner and Joel Renner. Hi, guys. Hi, Rick. And it is just great to be together. And Home Group, we are so very happy that you were with us. Hey, man. Hey, Joel. I want to tell you guys that this program is called Symbols of the Holy Spirit. And we've been going through all the symbols of the Holy Spirit in the Bible. And I think it's been a joy. It has really been fun. Really been a joy. But I want to tell you, if you want to even go deeper in this subject, you can go to our website right now and download the study guide that Dad uses that he made for this series. And I think it's very good. And you can do that right now. Also, you can order the whole series, a video of the program, and these things go together. And you can do that today. But I think that this program, this series has been very helpful. And, you know, I would really like to hear from you if you would tell us how this series has affected you. A lot of people responded about the Holy Spirit as do. Mm -hmm. I I was quite surprised at how many people responded to that. For most people, that was a brand new symbol of the Holy Spirit, but it's really powerful. Of course, we saw the Holy Spirit in the Bible is portrayed as oil 200 times. The Holy Spirit is portrayed as a river. Oh, that's so powerful. People really liked what I said about how rivers have different depths mm-hmm. and their depth determines how much noise they make. I enjoyed one of the Greek words you used that um, explained what irrigation. You have so to irrigate. means to drink of the Spirit, the word pino. That's right, that's 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. There are so many things we've seen in this series. And you know what? You need to go get the download. It's free at renner.org. Order the whole series. This will be great for any Bible study just for you. Hear it and hear it and hear it and hear it. And we're also offering you right now my book called The Holy Spirit and You Working Together is Heaven's Dynamic Duo. You know, my life was radically changed when I attended a Catherine Kuhlman meeting in 1974. And I saw something on that stage I'd never seen in my life. I saw Catherine Kuhlman literally interface with the Holy Spirit. It was the most beautiful and the most powerful thing that I'd ever seen. And that day I said, if that woman can have that relationship with the Holy Spirit, so can I. And that's why the subtitle is called Working Together as Heaven's Dynamic Duo. This entire book is about how you can really develop a partnership and a relationship with a third member of the Trinity. And we saw yesterday that the Holy Spirit is a gift. He is. He's a gift. And he's a gift loaded with gifts, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And that's why I want you to get the book called Why We Need the Gifts of the Holy Spirit. You really can't talk about the Holy Spirit without also talking about gifts. Because when he comes, he is loaded. He's just loaded. His arms are full of gifts, which he's wanting to distribute in the church. We need the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But hey, if you need prayer, would you please let us know how to pray for you? Just write to us, prayer at renner.org, or you can call us 1-800-742-5593. As soon as we hear from you, we're going to begin to really pray for you. But are you guys ready for tonight? We are ready. We're ready. Okay, we're going to see the next two symbols of the Holy Spirit, and tonight, here they are. The Holy Spirit is, number one, a seal. 
And secondly, the Holy Spirit is an earnest. Well, what do we mean when we say the Holy Spirit is a seal? Well, let's go to Ephesians chapter 1, because this is what I believe is the most notable verse to describe the Holy Spirit as a seal in our lives. And the King James Version says in Ephesians 1 verse 13, In whom ye also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Now listen to this. In whom also after you believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. And here we find that when a person releases their faith, something happens. It says, after you believed. In that moment, when you release your faith and your faith is ignited in Christ, something supernatural takes place. God joins himself to you. He gives the Holy Spirit to you and you are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Well, the word sealed is the Greek word sphragizo. And here's what it describes. It was a seal placed on a package after the package had been thoroughly examined and inspected to make sure it was fully intact and complete. The seal was proof that the product was impeccable. Is that powerful? Impeccable. Normally such seals bore the insignia of a wealthy or famous person, which meant the package was to be treated with tender care and the seal affirmed that the package would make it to its final destination. Now, the Greek and Roman world, just like in many places today, before a package could be sent, first it had to be inspected to make sure it was whole, it was not defective, it was not broken, that all the contents were in order. The sender would examine every single piece of the contents to make sure it was whole and intact. And finally, when it was determined that everything was impeccable, then they would seal it. And as I've said, the seal was the guarantee this package was going to make it all the way to its ultimate destination. Now, to keep all that in your mind, when you read Ephesians 1.13, in whom also after you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which means when we believed and when we were born again, God examined us to make sure we were completely new and whole and found in us no flaws, no defects, and no shattered places. Well, we were whole. We were impeccable. God saw we were truly a product of Christ's own making, and we were complete and flawless in Him. In fact, we were so complete that figuratively speaking, Christ poured His wax onto our hearts and spirits and then pressed the insignia of the Holy Spirit into us, giving us the guaranteed proof of the Spirit's indwelling presence. And it's like the postage prepaid to guarantee we're going to make it all the way to the ultimate destination, which is heaven. The Holy Spirit is the seal that guarantees all of that. I think that is amazing, That's which means it doesn't matter how hard the devil tries to steal your peace or your joy or upset you along the way. If you have the seal of the Holy Spirit, you're going to make it all the way. You're going to make it all the way, my friends. Now listen to the RIV of this verse. When you were placed in Christ, God stamped you with a special seal and embossed it so deeply that it cannot be broken, erased, rubbed out, wiped out, deleted, or removed. That unbreakable seal is the Holy Spirit. 
Once you were stamped with him, it meant you had God's approval. He examined the contents of your heart and found nothing flawed or inferior. And because everything was in order, he stamped you with the Holy Spirit, which is his seal of approval. Anyone who has this stamp is headed for special treatment. This seal means you belong to God and no one is to interfere with you as a package. This Holy Spirit stamp means the postage is prepaid to get you all the way to your ultimate destination. That means you can be sure that once your journey with the Lord began, you're going to make it all the way to where God wants you to go. And as good as all this already seems, it's only the beginning of what God has planned for us. All of that really is conveyed in this word seal. Denise? Well, I'm thinking about our, our spirit that you said that it was impeccable. What was inside of that package was impeccable. And that our born-again spirit is absolutely perfect. Perfect. And, and that is just so amazing to me that everything in there and our spirit, our born-again spirit, is flawless. There's no defects. There's no cracks. It's filled. It's got love. It's got joy. It's got peace. It's got patience. It's got long-suffering. Our born-again spirit is just packed with treasures, and they're perfect. And I just love that, Rick. Well, actually, Ephesians 2.11 says we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Yes. And that word workmanship is the word poema. It's where we get the word for a poet. And it describes God's masterful touch, which means each one of us that are saved, we are God's personal masterpieces. Wow. And we're told in 2 Corinthians 5.17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new, new creature. creature which means, and this is really important, we are not an improved version of who we used to be. We're not a fixed version. We're not an enhanced version. We're not who we used to be at all. Mm -mm. We're brand new. We're not something that's been fixed. We are a brand new creature. And according to Ephesians 2 verse 10, God released all of his creative powers in us the moment we got saved, and we are each an individual, God-created masterpiece with no flaws and no defects, so marvelous that God said, wow, that is awesome. I'm going to stamp that with my own seal of approval. And God gave us the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't that powerful? I love it. And you know, we're all so different because, because He created each one of us differently. I mean, yes, we have the same fruits and that kind of thing, but every born again spirit is different. Mine is different from yours. Mine is different from yours. Yours is different from your brothers or your sisters or your husband or your wife because he's so, so, so creative. And, and I think about snowflakes because there's not one that's like the other. So how many ever jillion snowflakes they, there are, they're all different. There's not one that's the same. So how important and how amazing it is about your born again spirit and the time he took to create it. And it's different than anybody else's on the planet. 
You know, years ago, we were ministering in Zurich, Switzerland. And something very unusual happened. We had a little time off, so we went downtown Zurich to walk around. And we were walking down the street. And we were not intending to shop. We were just looking at the building. And I saw an antique store. And I did the most unusual thing. Denise, I don't know if you remember it. But I turned and walked into that antique store. Never been in it in my life. Didn't even know it was there. And I walked almost like I had a GPS system all the way to the back of that store. The pastor I was with said, where are you going? I said, I don't know, but I'm going somewhere. I walked all the way to the back of that store to a glass cabinet. I bent over as if I knew what I was doing to the bottom shelf. And on the bottom shelf, there was a document that was sealed. And I said to the owner of that store, I need to see that. He looked at me and he said, like, did you know it was here? I said, no, I didn't, but I need to see that. He handed it to me and guess what it was? Almost unimaginably. It was a real document written by one of the Russian czars announcing the birth of his son. It was magnificent. You showed it to me. Oh, the penmanship was just magnificent. Beautiful. And it was sealed with wax, and in the wax was the insignia of the czar. Well, I bought it. Later on, I gave it to a dignitary in Russia because it was such a magnificent gift. But that seal was the proof that this was not a duplicate. Uh This was not a forgery. That seal was the proof that this was the real deal. And that's what the Holy Spirit is for us. When we get saved and we receive the Holy Spirit, it is God's seal of approval that we're the real deal. But wait. When you go to Ephesians 1 verse 14, it tells us something else about the Holy Spirit. Verse 14 continues to say the Holy Spirit is the earnest, Mm -hmm. the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of His glory. Well, the word earnest in Greek is the very word for a payment given in advance to guarantee the whole amount will be paid afterwards. Earnest money, an installment, a deposit, a down payment that guarantees the full delivery of a promise, a security deposit given by the purchaser to assure confidence and peace to the seller that he will fulfill his promise. And the RIV of Ephesians 1.14 could be translated like this. Are you ready? Are you guys ready? The Holy Spirit is just the first installment of the incredible things that God has planned as a part of our full inheritance. You could say the Holy Spirit is God's down money to show that He is serious and intends to complete the deal, finalize all the papers, put the product in His known name, and finally make us His very own possession with no one else ever having the ability to exercise any claims or liens against us. Oh my goodness. When this process is finally wrapped up and the deal is completely sealed, we're all going to want to stand up and give God a round of applause 
for everything he has accomplished in our lives to his glory. Praise the Lord. That's the RIV. Is that powerful? Praise the Lord. That's just powerful. Praise the Lord. But there's one other verse where you find the word seal and earnest used in one verse together, and that is in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21. So go there. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21, where Paul uses both of these concepts in one verse, talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. It's very clear in Scripture. The Holy Spirit symbolically is a seal, and He is an earnest. Denise, would you read 2 Corinthians 1.21? Mm-hmm. Now He who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God. Now read verse 22. Who also has sealed us and given us the Spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. It's really the word earnest. So the Holy Spirit has sealed us. And God has given us the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. I've got to give you the RIV of 2 Corinthians 1.22. Here it is. You ready, guys? Who has stamped us with a special seal and embossed it so deeply that it cannot be broken, erased, rubbed out, wiped out, deleted, or removed. Because we have that seal. Oh, I just want to touch my heart because I've got the seal of the Holy Spirit. Because we have that seal, it means we have God's approval. He has examined the contents of our heart, found nothing flawed or inferior, and stamped us with the Holy Spirit as his seal of approval. Because we have this stamp, the postage has been prepaid to get us all the way to our ultimate destination so we can be sure that once our journey with the Lord begins, we're going to make it all the way to where God wants us to go. The Holy Spirit is a stamp of approval and He is God's down money. He is God's earnest in our lives. Denise? He's the guarantee. He's the guarantee. It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. If you know Jesus, if you have the Holy Spirit, it's guaranteed that if you drop dead right on the floor right now, that you'd go straight to heaven. Is that glorious? Is that just glorious? And not only that, it's the guarantee that it doesn't matter how many bumps you're experiencing along the way. You may think, oh, am I ever going to make it? Yeah, you're going to make it. You will make it. You're going to make it all the way to the end. doesn't matter what the devil tries to do to you on the way or even if you shoot yourself in your foot by yourself. If you have the Holy Spirit, you're going to make it all the way because He is God's guarantee that prepaid postage, you're going to make it all the way to heaven. I think that's powerful. Joel? I do too. I'm thinking about packages I've sent all the way overseas. And whenever you sign the papers and the company takes your, whatever you're sending and they give you a tracking number, you feel like you have a guarantee it's going to get to where it's going to go. And oftentimes, most of the times, almost every time, it gets where it's going to go. You know, Joel, but we have a guarantee. Yes. We really do. And we're going to go where God sends us. You know, recently, Joel, the Tulsa office sent us a package. Yes. And it was supposed to be overnight. It took a month to get here. It went from Tulsa. To Dallas, to Chicago, to Cincinnati. Back to Dallas. And then and that to was, Louisville, I think. It, it was in the States, I think, three weeks. That was overnight. And then once it left the United States, it got here in about five days. But think about it. It could have just got gone straight to us. But for some reason, the U.S. postal system 
sent it all over the map. But the point is, eventually, it got where it was supposed to go. And I have to tell you, the recipient, which was me, was pretty happy. <laughs> I was waiting for that thing. But I think God, he knows where he's sending us. God has a plan for our life. He really does. And when he puts a seal on your life, you have a destination. Of course, our destination is heaven. And sometimes you might feel like you've gone every twist and turn along the road on the way, but you're going to make it all the way to the end. Well, and I love this, Philippians chapter 1, 6, being confident of this very thing, that he that has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. That is so powerful. I mean, being confident of this very thing that, he began the work. We didn't begin the work. He began the work and that he is going to bring it to completion. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. I want to say one more thing about this overnight package we sent to Moscow. Yeah, that was quite an interesting yeah. experience. Whenever I got the box, you know, along the way, it, had, it, it probably was in this warehouse and that warehouse, on this airplane and that airplane and this car and that truck. And then by the time it got to me, <laughs> the box was, was together, but it, you could tell it traveled. And, you know, we're on a journey through life. We're getting to our destination. God has sealed us, and our destination's heaven. But along the way, we're becoming better and better and better people. And God has a plan for our life. And, you know, it might take us a while to get to where we're going, but when we get there, we're going to be much, much more whole people. And God has a plan for our life. And, friend, I want to tell you, you're not just a fixed version of who you used to be. No, no, that person's gone. That person's dead. God put forth his full powers to make you a poema, a masterpiece. You're not enhanced. You're not improved. You're not repaired. You're not fixed. You're new. You're so new that God said, wow, what a masterpiece. I'm going to put my seal of approval on that. Just like that document that I found in Zurich. You know, Denise, when I held that document in my hands, do you remember how stunned I was? First of all, I was stunned that I just walked in that store like I knew what I was doing. That's, and to, to me, even today, that's so strange how that happened. Walked right back through all those antiques to the back of that dusty, dusty, crowdy, crowded shop, bent over to the bottom of that black glass cabinet and said, I need to see that. Handed it to me, and when I opened it, a document written by a Russian czar. And I remember thinking, is it authentic? Is it real? And then I saw the stamp. When I brought that document home to Moscow, we took it to a special document, a rare document dealer. He said, wow, where did you get this? He said, I would really doubt this if it weren't for the stamp. seal. He said, that seal and that insignia proves this is the real deal. And if you're born again, if you have the Holy Spirit, then you're the real deal. You don't need to question it. You receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. That means you're the real deal. You know, Rick, when you were talking about seeing the seal, the stamp, I was thinking... Like when you see somebody, and, and this happened to Rick and I so many times in airports, we'll, we'll see somebody and we'll say, that person's a believer. Or I'll see a stewardess and I'll think, mm, 
I think she's a believer. You can just see it. Because the seal is on you. That seal is on you. And we can be seen. The Bible says we're witness to either death or life to to what's inside of us. To the unbeliever, we're of death. To the believer, we speak life. And your seal, when you walk into a store, it is speaking life. But we have seen so far between last week and this week, the Holy Spirit symbolically is portrayed as oil, dew. That was good. Rain. Mm -hmm. River. I really love the one about river. Yeah. Different depths of rivers and how the different depths determine the different noises of shallow rivers are usually louder. Mm -hmm. Deeper rivers are usually quieter. There's so much truth in that. The Holy Spirit is water. He irrigates us. The Holy Spirit is fire. He purifies us. He empowers us. Fire is very powerful. Yes. The Holy Spirit is a dove, describes his gentleness. The Holy Spirit is portrayed in Scripture as clothing. We're going to be clothed with his power. The Greek word in duo, which means we're supposed to settle into his power, be comfortable in his power. Ah, it's so powerful. We saw last Friday the Holy Spirit is wind. And Denise, you and I told wind stories from Oklahoma, tornadoes and twisters and strong wind. You even sang to us. We did. We even sang we Oklahoma. We sang Oklahoma. Don't say it or we're going to start singing again. <laughs> but, you know, you can't see wind, but you can feel wind. That's like the Holy Spirit. You can't see him, but you can feel his presence and feel his movement. Then we saw yesterday the Holy Spirit as a gift. And today we've seen the Holy Spirit as a seal and the Holy Spirit is an earnest. But there's three more symbols of the Holy Spirit. You know what they are? We're going to see tomorrow that in Scripture, the Holy Spirit is portrayed as, are you ready? Glory. Mm -hmm. What in the world does that mean? We're going to find out tomorrow. Then we're going to see the Holy Spirit is portrayed as light. Scripture portrays the Holy Spirit as light. That's a whole teaching by itself. And last, the Holy Spirit is portrayed as wine. I could hardly wait till Friday when we talk about the Holy Spirit working in our lives like wine. You know, the Bible talks a lot about wineskins. What kind of containers are we? How are we doing it holding the Holy Spirit? All that's going to be in Friday. Don't miss Friday night. It might be the most important of all of these programs. But in Scripture there are at least 15 symbols of the Holy Spirit, and that's what we're covering. And Joe, would you hold up one more time that free download? Yes. Please get this download. Just go to renner.org. You can download the study guide for free. And you can get the TV series about it as well. And this is the TV program where Dad teaches really deep, in-depth. It's a different format. It's not a home group. It's a TV series teaching. And these two things go together. And I think it will really bless your life. But if you need prayer, please contact us, prayer at renner.org, or call us 1-800-742-5593. We really want to hear from you. If you need somebody to pray with you, we're right here. We're right here. You could talk to people and ask them, what happens when you call Rick Renner Ministries? They would tell you, wow, we found somebody on the other end of the line, really, who prayed with us. We will pray with you about anything you're dealing with in your life. 
That would be our privilege. And if you're a partner with us, thank you so, so, so very much. You're enabling us to do everything that we're doing. Thank you. Well, we're out of time. It's time to go to bed. So be sure to take your sleeping medication. Psalm 4.8, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. And the Lord will keep me safely. You can claim that. I take that like my sleeping medication. Denise can tell you I quote it every night when we go to bed. I will both lay me down. Okay, that's what I'm doing, laying down. In peace, not in fear, in peace, not in trouble, in peace. And sleep. And the Lord will keep me safely. That's his promise for you. That's the best sleeping medication you'll ever take in your life. So go to bed in the peace of God. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this teaching, please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see it.